Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Okay, we are off to the races today because we have in the hot seat, in the actual recording studio up here in the avenues at Worthful Media. You guys, you have to come check this place out. It is beautiful. Unbelievable. I made you both speechless. You both are speechless. Oh, am I supposed to? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it is beautiful. It's so pretty. Just up the road from our actual basement studio. But maybe we'll host something here in the future because it is just a breath of fresh air. Okay, so... Today we're diving in with our special guest, and she is our UK expert, our resident expert, right, mm-hmm. that we never let rest because we are constantly talking about how to be British. <laughs> I just want to hear her talk. <laughs> no. We Everyone just ask does. her lots of questions Everyone just does. so we can hear her voice. So on that I'm note, blushing. it was funny because she, she came to my house the other day to pick something up, and she's like, hi, you know, what did you say to my mother-in-law? She's like, "Open, you open the door. It's nice to meet you. Maybe. Yeah, and my mother-in-law's like, whoa, are you from London? I'm like, come on, don't embarrass me like that. I'm like, where else could she be? Yes. So anyways, it's so fun. Nice compliments. Yes. I bet she did. So Caroline, will you please just like give the listeners a little like, how did you, how did you become an expert on Great Britain? Oh gosh, an expert. I'm not sure if I'm an expert, but I do. A humble one. A humble one. <laughs> so born and raised in London. Um, right by London Bridge on the Thames, so I joke that I'm a true Londoner. Um, really? Yes, but I was never allowed to talk like where I came from. My parents were always made sure that I pronounced my T's and my H's correctly. So wait, what so does that sound like where you grew up? How should you be speaking right um, now? All right, yeah, I'm all right. Nothing, nothing. Like they say, no, instead of nothing, it's nothing. So uh-huh. TH becomes a F sound. So, but where, but that particular part of London, that is the accent. Yes. South oh, London. interesting. You don't, you let certain vowels drop and certain, certain letters. So, um, but it was fun. My mom was Welsh. My dad was Irish. So they wanted me to make sure that I could be understood. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, born and raised in London and then lived, we moved, kept moving out of London. So about 14 miles out, um, near Croydon, Sutton, but we're always going to central. And then mm. when I finished university, I, Moved back to central London and lived in north London. So I betrayed my roots and went north of the river. It's okay. I still love south. Mm. So is that how it works? South of the river is south London. North of the river yeah. is north. You have like west, mm. east, north, south. And there's there's differences across. So And okay. there's rivalry. There's, you know, there's not rivalry in a bad way, but well, it depends. But, mm. yeah. but for the most part, it's just, you know, it's just funny, you know, like, oh, it's the same with southern London, like so- south and north of England. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the north, you know, it's like, oh, those southerners. And if you're in the south, it's like, oh, those northerners. But in, really? the, in a funny way, it's sure. like English, Welsh and Irish as well. You know, it's the banter. So. Sure. I mean, no disrespect. I love everyone. <laughs> and I am does. a Londoner as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So after university, where did you go? What did you do? So I moved to Archway near Camden Town and started my teacher training. And Mm -hmm. I worked in a special needs secondary school in North London and Mm -hmm. then had different schools as I trained in different parts of London. And then so east and south and north. And and then I ended up in North London for 12 years, 13 years. Amazing. And where in North London did you live? So Archway, which is super close. It's zone two, right on the cusp, which is great. It's 20 minutes into Central. And I loved it right by Hampstead Heath, which is my favorite park in London. It's kind of like a wild, they've allowed it to be wild. So it's like a wild park and it's a royal park. And yeah, it's really beautiful. And you can see, overlook London and 
Parliament Hill and yeah, it's a great mm, skyline. Pretty. So I love it. I used to go there for bonfire night to watch all the fireworks and yeah. which is the 5th of November. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah celebrating uh, Guy Fawkes not blowing up London. It's a great tradition. Yay. We, I feel like you should actually give a really quick uh, update on Guy Fawkes night oh. because I didn't know about it. I had heard about it, but I didn't know about it until you celebrated it at the school last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now my kids will remind me about the Guy Fawkes night. And I said, what is that? So hurry and okay. give them a quick update remember, on this. Remember, the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason, and plot. So it was King James was uh, king and... Th- there was a, an issue between Catholics and Protestants, and so there was conspirators, and one of them was Guy Fawkes, and they tried to blow up Parliament, and they got caught. So Guy Fawkes was tortured in true English style, um, <laughs> hung, drawn, and quartered, Ooh. and uh, head put on a spike and travelled around the uh, London and right by Tower Bridge and Tower of London. Um, and then it became law for like a hundred years. You had to celebrate the fact that he didn't celebrate. And then it just became tradition. So mm. every 5th of November, when growing up, you used to have kids that would um, make these dolls, these effigies of Guy, You're Guy kidding. Fawkes. And then mm-hmm. you'd penny for the guy and you'd give, <laughs> them a, you'd give them a few pennies. And then um, that's ruthless. And then you'd burn him on the bonfire and be grateful <laughs> that he didn't, that he didn't, uh, yeah, that he didn't block parliament. And we put fireworks and sparklers. And that is. Actually, there's a town near Brighton that they spend all year and they they make all these huge effigies like of different politicians and people that have annoyed people that year. And then they parade them down the town with like barrels of fire. And it's great fun. It really is quite ruthless. Yeah, Yeah. It's like if you don't stay in line, we're going to burn you on a parade. At its finest. I mean, he says we've got... (laughs) Well, and before we jump into more of the topics... One of the differences that we just discovered the other day is when we decorate for the holidays. Yes. We here in the United States usually wait until after Thanksgiving mm. to set up our Christmas decor. However, you were saying that in the UK, it's after Guy Fawkes yeah. Day. Anything, uh, any time after Guy Fawkes, it's slowly oh. st- started getting like sooner and sooner. Sooner than November fifth? No, but it used to be December. But but oh, now, sure. it's, but Guy Fawkes is the cutoff okay, because it's sure. kind of the last. Because you have to celebrate yeah. Guy Fawkes exactly, yeah. and that's the last holiday. So after that, maybe a week or two, people are now starting to really put up their Christmas mm. decorations. Mm. But we don't have Thanksgiving, so. We just look forward to Christmas and Boxing Day. What a shame. <laughs> what a shame you don't have an opportunity to gorge yourself. More food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love gorging ourselves. Well, over the summer, um, my interest in the UK was reignited and basically went from like a spark to like a forest fire of millions of acres. Mm-hmm. And I left the country thinking, why is everything said in English accent so much cooler, right? Mm-hmm. How are they effortlessly so posh? I swear everyone is so posh. Even if they're not, they seem to be to me. Um, <laughs> why are the women so classy? That was another question I had. And then how can I be Kate Middleton? That was the last question. I'm pretty sure another one of your questions was, how can I own a castle? Yes, oh, yes. yes. My husband and I are constantly searching mm-hmm. the internet for castles for sale, which is so realistic. A lot of upkeep, though. A lot of upkeep. <laughs> That's what everyone <laughs> says. Say. I'm going to have to have a lot of help downstairs mm-hmm. and upstairs. That's where it gets me. Can't yeah. do that. And furnishing, that would also be an issue. I could live in an empty castle and just let my kids <laughs> run around with a soccer ball. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> so these are just a few questions I had after leaving the UK over the summer. Mm-hmm. Megan, what, what, were, what were your questions or your thoughts after leaving? Where did the Spice Girls go? <laughs> yeah, where did they go? Upon my first visit to England, as a high schooler, I was beyond pleased to find that the Spice Girls were still relevant in the UK. Mm. Yeah. That was delightful. Souvenirs, mugs, posters, keychains, 
abounded. However, this time around, I lost my faith in the British people and their loyalty <laughs> to this incredible band that is part of their history. I know. The only Spice Girls souvenir to be found on this trip was a brickhead set at the Lego store. <laughs> Which, thank you for asking. Yes, I already own it. (laughs) So while Amanda was burning like a classy and well-controlled British forest fire, my heart was freezing over. Just like, you know, that Spice Girls goodbye music video after Ginger Spice left the group. So where are they? They're around. I mean, obviously, uh, Posh Spice, she's doing things with fashion. Okay. And so she, and she didn't really want to come back into the spice world okay um and so she's doing that and then the others have just done jerry is an author right she, a ginger spice she's she just author. released a children's book mm-hmm. oh she reads children woman books of many and, talents. Yes. <laughs> okay. um, and she does a lot of charity work and then i'm trying to think the others baby spice she did a lot of like presenting yeah, she was a like while. a morning show yeah she was a morning right? show oh. and did a lot of presenting um and then scary and sporty again they did little things similar things mm. but um and they just tried to do their own ventures i know they've got other things going on i haven't really kept up to date but with they're them, not so as sorry. big right but they're no. just not around anymore it's like in sync here no. in the u.s like yes. it just kind of they, they kind of had their except time. they're getting back together well they already for better did for Spice worse. Girls did their they start they kicked right. it off really yeah right um with the with the 90s pop band thank so you for giving credit where credit is thank yeah good. No, I think they, yeah they just so they did it a few years ago and i was gutted i couldn't i couldn't go to their concert so yeah couldn't get tickets so sad thank you well i still adore england and i can't wait to go back well we're going back so that's part of the reason why we're here is because we have a lot to learn before we get back there all right <laughs> so we need to start with probably the most important topic mm-hmm. grammar <laughs> caroline there are many times where we're having a conversation and we'll use a word and you're like, what is that? Or you will use a word and we're like, what are you, what are you saying? Let's go through the grammar differences from, I don't, it's English, it's all English, but like UK English mm-hmm. versus US English. Is that what, how you guys would say it? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we would like you, you, I believe you came with a list today prepared of yes. words that we don't use here yes. and Megan and I will guess okay. what the word is, yeah. what the equivalent is. I love this game. We play this game all the time without actually saying what's <laughs> true. Right in this game. True. But this Caroline so will say something and I'll be thinking, okay, in context, what could that possibly mean? <laughs> You're very good. Very Ooh. good. <laughs> well, and it's hard because you don't realize it until you're using it and yeah. people give you a blank space and you're yeah. like, wait, well, have I just said something completely yeah. foreign to you? Yeah. yeah. So like my very first day at the school, uh, a teacher asked me something and about where to put the trash and, and I just said, oh, put, um, you can take the rubbish down the hallway to the, to the skip. And she looked at me like, what? And so I don't know if you... So skip. rubbish, hallway, skip. The dumpster, the dumpster is okay. Context clues. See, but the skip, oh. that's interesting. Rubbish, obviously. We should all be using rubbish, but <laughs> skip. Mm-hmm. How did it, how did it get skipped? So I think, it, and it's a word that we use, and we use dumpsters as well. But okay. a skip is like an open dumpster. There's no lid on it, oh. and it tends to be for builders. Builders mm. will have it outside oh. a home when they're renovating, oh. and they just have a chute that goes from the, like, sure. the top floors yeah. all the way down sure. and I can't remember the history of it but it, it comes from a historical element of what they used to do and how they would um put it out into the onto the yeah. onto the street so yeah. skip is what we use ah. um and so Good but it kind know. of interchanges with dumpster and skip but 
Good to know. Same thing. A big sounds bin. a lot classier than dumpster. I'm actually going to use that this week with my family. Yeah. Can I we start calling it. our like big trash bins yeah. that we take out? Take the every skip week. out to the street right it. now. Okay. This so that's okay. a good one to kick us off with. Okay. So then there's a few others. So I'll start with a few easy ones. Okay. So jumper, um, paint, uh, sweater. Yes. A sweater. But I also like don't Christmas understand. Jumper. Like a yeah, Christmas why jumper. Like a Christmas jumper. Why is it called a... But I guess sweater doesn't make that much more sense. But I imagine jumper sweater to be... makes you sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Jumper's like a one piece. <laughs> That's no. what I imagine. I imagine to be like overall. you have to jump into it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And some of the words, I don't know the history. I should have looked them up mm. actually. But, yeah. Um, because there is... Everything comes from a description. Yeah. Um, but I like jumper. Sort. But yeah. So a yeah. jumper. Jumper's um, cute. And then trousers. Uh, pants, pants yes, right? Yeah, okay. Yes. And we use trousers, but for, I think for like fancy, fancy pants, pants, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. like my mother-in-law just day was like, "Oh, I'll put on my fancy trousers," and I was like, "Okay, good luck." <laughs> well, one of my best friends, she's English and she lives out here now, and she used to say it to her her son, oh. and he was like four or five, or he was in nursery or something, and um, and pants for us is underpants. That's what you'd put okay. underneath that your trousers. That is an important distinction. Okay, wait. It's a very important so, distinction. So pants are underwear. Underpants. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's shortened. It's say underpants, but we shorten it. I'll put your pants on. Um, okay. And that's put your underwear on. And <laughs> okay. so she would say that to him. And one time in nursery, the the woman said, um, oh, show me your pants, meaning <gasps> his trousers, because he had like fun pow- trousers on. And so he like pulled down his trousers <laughs> and showed his pants. And so she was like, okay, I have to, I have to make sure I'm using the correct language here because that's unfortunate. So, <laughs> so now Very she's adapted good. to American English. Very good. Um, okay. And then fancy dress. Fancy dress. I mean, a dress that is fancy. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna say like a Christmas dress. So Your when we say, wear? "Oh, I'm gonna wear fancy dress," uh-huh. it's normally around Halloween, and it's a costume. Oh, oh. Yeah, fancy dress. And okay, now oh. I've read something about Halloween in the UK versus the United States. In the United States, we're kind of cutesy with Halloween, but in the UK, is it true that it's like scary? That's um, what they do. Uh, it can be. Um, I'd say that America has a monopoly on on really cute ideas and mm. groups, and you mm. have themes and things like that. People don't really do themes, like family themes of we're going to dress up like this group, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm. yeah, it, it's either like you do scary or you, as you know, for women, it's let's dress inappropriately. Yes, <laughs> yes, sure, sure, non kid friendly, very mean, not family friendly. Yes, yes, exactly. Good yes, theme. Yes. Good theme. Okay, okay. Um, and then shattered. Shattered. I'm shattered. Dis- disappointed. I'm shattered. Yeah, no, it's I'm tired. Like I'm exhausted. Oh, oh. sorry. If I, oh, I'm shattered. It means I'm Ooh, exhausted. Oh, that's a good one to use too. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I'm gonna say that next time my husband just let it let his mind wander. I'm gonna, <laughs> I can say it now. What's happening over there? Yeah. I don't know, but you should probably wander away. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> and yeah, it does sound foreboding. <laughs> like, um, okay, peckish. Oh, I've heard this. Oh. Uh, it, how would you say it again? I'm peckish. I'm peckish. I'm hungry? Yes. <gasps> yes. yes. I've good heard job. it. Because it's kind of like we say we have the munchies. Yes. Huh. Yeah, I've heard that before. Well, because uh, no, we say munchies as well. Oh. So peckish is more of like you're a little bit hungry. You could have like a little snack, but it's... So if someone said, oh, are you hungry? You'd be like, mm, I'm peckish. Like I could okay. do with a little something, a little bit more than a snack, but a little bit less than a meal. Okay. Um, so oh, that's appetizers. kind of... Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Well, I like that one so a lot. that's kind of one. Um, and then, uh, oh, and then here's some, oh, return ticket. Hmm. I'm looking at you because you lived there. So <laughs> you I know, but, should know but these I things. mean, that seems like it should just be a, a 
ticket, your ticket home, right? It's not. No. Well, so a return ticket is a a round trip. Round trip. Return ticket means round trip. Yes. So you'll get a ticket. So if you ask for a return, have a return ticket, it's giving you a ticket there and back. Oh, that is confusing. That's yes. really oh, confusing. <laughs> I, couldn't you see us getting into trouble in the UK if we were like, give us a return ticket? And then they're like, double. The, I could see us getting in trouble. Yeah. I'm glad we know that. So return just means a round trip. A round trip. And I actually didn't realize this. Well, I I, I kind of knew because I've, I've looked at when buying tickets in America and things like that. I kind of joined the t- joined the dots. But I didn't think about it until a friend who's in America, in, in England right now. And she said, just, just want to double check. Is a return like a round, round trip? I'm mm. like... Mm. Yes. <laughs> and like, I was looking for tickets and I didn't know how to get there. It's just yeah. telling me the oh, way back. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. Whoa. So, that is very that's important funny. to know. And then nappy. Diaper. Uh-huh. Yeah. Diaper. And then dummy. Uh, binky. Yeah. Uh, pacifier. We call it a pacifier. Yeah. Really? We call it a dummy. Yeah. Which, why um, do we call it a dummy? Why, why do we call it a dummy? I don't know, actually. I don't know if it's because they used to. I don't know. I have it, to look. That I don't up. know, but like I'm sure there's yeah, some sort of dummy. funny history history behind it. Like, but it, every country up. has like the weirdest name for a pacifier. What is it in yeah. French again? Like a a doo a doo a dodo a doo doo. I don't know. But it is a weird word. It's like it's like such a weird word. Well, we call it a binky. A pacifier makes sense. Yeah, pacifier makes sense. So yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense to me, but yes. Yeah. And then if you go to the supermarket, you're going to grab a trolley. Oh yeah, the cart. A cart. A cart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then oh, go for it. They call them that in Boston too. Oh, okay. oh really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that makes sense because Boston is so has s- such heavy English uh, influence. Yeah, that, that makes sense. that makes sense. And then one that we were talking about um, earlier, so I, I think you'll know, but I don't know whether you will, is um, a Christmas hamper. Oh my word! <gasps> oh, a basket, a Christmas basket, like, like a, a gift, gift basket. basket. Yes, a gift basket. So then, what do you call a, a box where you put your laundry? So a laundry, a laundry hamper. Like we can still use that word hamper, oh, but if someone said like a Christmas hamper, you would know it's a gift basket. Interesting. This caused much confusion among parents at the school. <laughs> yes. Much confusion. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. What have I said wrong? <laughs> but it was very funny. I honestly, I don't like it when people clap back. So I'm like, hey, get with it. She said a hamper. Now go Google it and get it done. Like <laughs> no, stop no, she, she said hamper, and the rest of us thought. Oh, we need to buy laundry baskets for <laughs> yes. each class it to collect so the donated items. Okay, so we can do that. Yeah, yeah which is great. Then so she would she'd be really confused when all the yeah. Christmas yeah. donations were given to her in a bunch of laundry baskets. Yeah. Like, oh, but a okay. hamper, it really a Christmas hamper could be like a woven basket. It's just or a right. woven basket right. with, oh, okay. like, with nice treats in and a few yes. little gifts, and it's yes. presented yes. with a bow. And yeah, yeah. It's very sweet. Go love to Costco it. and you'll find lots of Christmas yes. hampers. Right love now. it. And then there's just a few food ones. Okay. Okay, I'm excited. Mm. So, um, jelly. Um, hmm. I mean, is that not jam? <laughs> is it jam? <laughs> I no. Have no idea. So we say so what? peanut butter and jam, or as you say, peanut butter and jelly. Uh-huh. And jelly for us is the oh, what's the word you use for it now? Jello. Jello. Yeah. Jello. Ooh. You so eat jelly jello, is jello over there. For us. Yeah. <gasps> you eat jello. Oh my! So it's not a Utah <laughs> exclusive. Megan, I actually thought it was. I thought it did not get outside of the state, and now I feel so Dog. bad for yeah. The, Jelly for everyone. So we call it jelly. Okay. And then crisps. Potato chips, chips, right? Oh, is it specifically potato chips or all? Are they crackers too? Oh, no. Crackers are what you put cheese on. uh, Okay. Or or pate or something like Uh that. Okay. You know. um, But crisps But crisps are potato chips. Do you know why I don't like, I like to say chips? It's because crisps coming out of my mouth is like, (laughs) (laughs) like it doesn't, like, 
Well, this is all of their time. No, I have a hard time saying it. And even when I hear other people say, it, I'm like, it sounds like we're just whispering into their ears. <laughs> chips. So yeah, crystal, and easier. then chips. French fries. French fries. Mm -hmm. But even that, I had a whole 15 minute conversation with my students about chips because you have, we have chips, fries are thin. They're like McDonald's fries. So oh. we can use the word fries. And in McDonald's, they will say fries because oh. they're thin and like the French fries. Mm -hmm. um, then you've got chips, which are chunky. Then you have mm -hmm. potato wedges, which mm. we don't, we don't have, oh. we have different words for the different meanings. Sure. Um, so waffle yeah. fries. Um, we don't really have waffle fries what in the UK. I know. Arby's there. Why would they have or Chick Fil A? Yeah, we don't have or Chick Fil A. They Nando's don't have that there. Oof, What's yeah. Nando's? Oh yeah, it's Nando's a chicken. It's a, a South African chain Portuguese mm. rest, uh, recipe, yeah. and it's in the UK. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds good. Yeah. Okay, and then there's just a few more. Rocket. Mm. Wait, is this still it's a, a genre? Food. Food? It's food. Really? Yeah. Rocket. So we call it rocket. Rocket. Arugula? Yes. <gasps> oh, how did you pull that together? Because it rocket arugula is a variation of arugula. It's a variety of it. But I don't know, but I you use it as a generic so we term. We're generic making a rocket term. salad. Yeah. Instead yes. of, yeah, instead yeah. Of so if you went arugula. to the supermarket, you wouldn't see arugula. You'd see rocket. Holy yeah. smokes. Um it's way more exotic. Courgette. Oh, which vegetable is that? What is that? Zucchini. Yeah. Yeah. But that's French. Uh, yeah. But that's what we call it. We call it. We have a lot of French influence as well. You lucky devil. Um, <laughs> that's probably similar. We have a lot of crossover Spanish words. Mm, I don't. I sense. would prefer to stop have it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and then aubergine is the eggplant. 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 Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I think that was. But uh, you will call it an aubergine if you're like, we're making aubergine. Yeah. Parm. Yeah. Okay. Aubergine. Okay. Mm. See, it's so Fancy. much classier, isn't yeah. it? It is. And then so we classier. say um, oregano, whereas you say oregano. Oregano. Oh, yeah. Oregano. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oregano. Do they say that in Boston? I could feel them saying that. <laughs> no idea. I didn't talk about oregano a lot. What? <laughs> Boston. I swear, it's that. a daily so conversation surprised. in my house. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. So, yeah. So, there you go. There's a sum, some of the many words. And then we just spoke. I just got my... Bangs cut, which we call fringe. I uh -huh. call fringe. So. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Which your fringe. But what do you lovely. call if you have if you have strings hanging down from like that's a, a fringe as well? That's fringe as yeah. well. Okay. So I think okay. maybe that's the yeah that makes sense. Yeah, that makes there, a lot right? of sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, why do we call them bangs? Because you seem like bang. Oh my gosh. What <laughs> You're like Whoa. banging. Yeah. 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 I love it. Okay. So, yeah, so some examples. I think that is very good. I'm going to start using those words in my home. My husband will. Like it a lot. So um, the next topic that I think is very important to cover because everyone has questions about it. Okay, but it has to be like a three-minute Cliff's Notes version because you, I know you, and this, <laughs> and I know you, I know both of you, and this could fill up an entire episode. So I don't know, Megan. I feel like the people want to know. <laughs> I feel like proceed. Okay, what's the deal with the monarchy? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's that's a hit and miss because I do not speak for everyone in the UK. I just have to put that out there. I I love the royal family. I love tradition. So they're not perfect. There's issues, and yes, they have a ton of money, but they do a lot for charity, um, and they generate a lot of money through tourism. Okay. Um, and I think the tradition of everything is there's something powerful about tradition um, that unites and mm -hmm. brings people together. And, yeah. And I think. I think we'd be foolish to completely get rid of that. Mm. Um, but there are lots of anti-monarchists and they don't love the monarch. And um, and especially now that the Queen's passed away, may she rest mm, in right. peace. And so um, 
so yeah so it's kind of a, a weird and then you've got the divide you know Scotland and mm -hmm. Scotland wanting some people wanting independence and I have family from all over the UK so I'm I'm a British mutt so to speak I have Scottish okay. Welsh and Irish kind of family so um and Northern and Republic as well so which okay. I know Republic isn't part of the monarchy but so I I love them for those reasons okay. um, but I do understand that some people just think it's a lot of money they do need okay. a lot of upkeep mm. um and and yeah, you know, obviously they, but I do think that they use that wealth well. And mm. some cynics would say, well, they have to, they have to stay relevant. So of course they're going to do what they can, mm. um, which I agree. But there's a lot of things that they do that, I mean, personally, I feel like just they could leave and just stay rich. So, mm. you know, there is a lot of honor that I think that they have, which I respect. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, I love the monarchy. And I feel Charles has had a bad rep, bless him. I yeah. mean, he's not great. He said some terrible things. And obviously the whole Diana thing. Okay. People mm -hmm. bring that up. I'm like, it's been 20 plus years. I we know. need to move on. I know. Um, you know, yes, he shouldn't have married her. Yes, it was awful. But yes, she also did some things. Mm. And yeah. She had certain behaviors that I think looking back, you're like, oh, you know, a lot of mental health issues that, that she didn't get the help and support that she needed for, mm. but which mm. no one did back then. You know, right. it, wasn't, sure. it wasn't really a spoken of thing. So um, I feel like he was pressured into marrying her just as much as hmm. she was doe-eyed and willing to marry him. Yeah. Sure. Now that's what just it, my personal. No, I think that is, I, I think you are a very level-headed thinker. And that's why I think you're a good person to ask about the monarchy because uh, you were, you're going to hear an extreme side, but that was pretty, that was pretty middle. That mm -hmm. was pretty middle. <laughs> ground. Mm -hmm. Now, what exactly, for people that don't know, what is the role of the monarchy in your government? Oh, okay. I mean, it's complicated. So ultimately, um, the idea is obviously we, we got rid of the monarch. And then when Oliver Cromwell became protector of the of the realm, so to speak, and, um, and then we just had parliament and then we wanted monarchy back. Um, oh, it, I did so, not know that. Yeah, so the monarchy mm -hmm. came back, but there was... Um, stipulations and so actually there's this whole fanfare when when parliament opens um i can't remember the name of the person they come in and they they reenact the idea that the king cannot come into parliament when it's unless invited um oh. and so the prime minister will speak to the to the monarch and um, every day we'll keep them up to date with the affairs and the the role of the monarch is to remain neutral and to so they cannot um they shouldn't really say their political views mm -hmm. they can't vote um they cannot mm -hmm. vote no one in the in the immediate royal family votes um, okay. because they cannot be seen to be taking sides okay they have to remain neutral okay. um, so they give up so like kate middleton you mentioned she gave up her rights to vote mm -hmm. uh, willingly she just doesn't doesn't vote and obviously the monarch doesn't have a passport either because the Why? monarch signs the passports so yeah. you're not going to sign saying yeah this is me so she can just go, or he can now he can just mm -hmm. go wherever he doesn't have a passport yeah oh my stars. um and so so his role is to to make sure and and to in, t in technical terms he could veto certain laws if they, okay if he wanted to so look he's not passing them off the parliament mm -hmm. does not bring laws to him but if there's mm -hmm. something he doesn't like he could veto it um yeah, he he. They bring laws and and suggestions Bills, to, okay. to him, but uh, he doesn't. Yeah, it, it's all done within the MPs and the House of Lords, so House of Commons, House of Lords. Okay. Um, and then, so some people argue it's it's very similar. Sem, sem, what's the word I'm looking for? ceremonial that's yeah. oh for. okay um so because realistically he's not going to go against parliament it's mm -hmm. already gone through so many steps mm -hmm. and okay. but but if parliament was to um 
for example, when the prime minister changed unexpectedly, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they go to the monarch to resign and and oh. the monarch can close parliament and, and open parliament. So mm-hmm. It almost feels like the monarch is like... Um, like your great grandma who you just go to for for like their advice, blessing or yeah. like it sounds like they don't even go there for advice right blessings yeah it is literally just be like hey do you like this idea and they can say yes or no but they have no influence on how the government operates yeah i would say they they have discussions mm-hmm. and I, I would say there is I think some they do influence. have some influence yeah really? i would say there's still influence and especially the queen and mm-hmm. prince charles um i think you know he's he's done a lot he knows a lot but Mm -hmm. definitely since queen elizabeth the the kind of role of the monarch did change significantly Mm. and the powers of the monarch drastically reduced for Um, better or for worse I guess it depends who, who you speak to. Oh, okay. um, I think it's a good, I mean, I, it's, it's an fine. okay system. Yeah, okay. I think. And again, I'm not an expert. I'm sure there'd be some people that would know a lot more than me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the best of both. Keep tradition and um, have an impartial person. But at the same time, I mean, I say impartial. They're not impartial. Like sure, everyone knows, course, sure. everyone knows King Charles is a huge activist for the environment, mm-hmm. for climate change. Mm-hmm. And um, Prince William is the same. They okay. created... Um, Earthshot, which is, you know, this big climate change initiative. And, and so... It's a big competition, right? It's a huge yeah. competition, yeah, yeah. Every five years. And there's different themes linked with climate change, the waters, the, uh, like the oceans, the um, air. And cool. then, so there's five categories and one winner from each category gets one million pounds cool. or dollars to, to try and create what they've envisioned. That's mm-hmm. cool. So this just, they've had two years now. We've got three years to go. So it's that's huge very cool. Yeah. So that's, you can see the influence there, yes. mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But yes. in terms of politics... And direct politics, then no, he he is meant to stay out. Okay. Now, what is your general feeling? And by you, I mean the whole country, because you <laughs> speak for the country. Um, what? How are you feeling about Harry and Meghan and their departure? Oh, bless them. Um, I I don't love his. I haven't read his book, but I, I don't love okay. that some of the snippets that I've seen from his book. Yeah. Um, I, again, I joke that I'm a Libra, you know, so, <laughs> so I'm balanced. Um, I, I feel bad for him and Megan. Okay. Um, I know that a lot of people either really don't like them. I think initially they really loved them and there was this idea of, you know, modernizing the monarchy and um, also, you know, obviously this is a very delicate subject, but the fact that she's mixed race and so that mm-hmm. was a great thing. It was the idea of, you know, inclusion, mm-hmm. which is really wonderful thing. Um, but the tabloids, they, you know, they they hounded her mm. as they do all the royal family. Yeah. Um, and I think there was an element of racism within the tabloids. And again, that's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think as well, they gave Kate a hard time, for example, oh. and in different ways. And I know okay. that that's very different and right. you've got to be okay. very careful. Okay. I don't want to d- diminish sure, um, sure. one aspect. Um, but, you know, there were... Um, headline saying weighty Katie as mm-hmm. she was waiting for William to propose and you oh. know so they give the the newspapers and I, I don't think it's great and I love the fact that the Prince Harry is saying no this isn't right this mm-hmm. is this is causing mental mm. health issues and standing up for it so mm. I know some people still love them I know some people especially older generation really don't like her and they blame her for his departure mm. um, and kind of um, link them to like Wallace Mm-hmm. Uh, Simpson, who mm-hmm. um, oh. so the Queen's father, King George, his brother, 
actually abdicated the fr- the throne for love for uh, wow. an American Dorsey, mm-hmm. and wow, it you know caused a huge problem for the monarchy, and um, to the point where even like um, the Queen Mother, the qu- the Queen's mum, like just really detested uh, Wallace Simpson, and mm-hmm. so. She wasn't invited to any royal oh events and everything. So there was like a lot of a throwback to that. But personally, I I personally am like, what price would you put on your freedom? Hmm. Um, that's my question. And yes, hmm. they have money and yes, they can do lots of things, but at a cost as well. Right. Sure. My personal opinion, I I no, there is not enough money in the world that could give for my freedom. Right. Hmm. Um, so and he needs they need to generate money. They have yeah. a lot of security that they need now. Could they live a more humble lifestyle? Maybe. Um, but in yeah. terms of security, he will always be a target oh just because goodness. of who he is. He can't change oh. that. And so I feel bad for him in that regard of no yeah. matter what he does, he will always be a target. He fought um, in Afghanistan as well. So he could be a target because of that. Sure. Mm-hmm. And he's just a target for being a member of the royal family, an sure. immediate member of the royal family. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, I feel bad in that regard. And I can get why they try and generate enough money to be able to look after and protect in that regard. Mm, so yeah. do I like necessarily all that they do? Maybe not, but I like that they try and do charity work. And yeah. 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 It does seem like you know. the Royal family does a lot of charity work yeah. and I like that. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, now, are you satisfied? I'm satisfied. I think that's a good answer. For <laughs> good the job. Monarchy. I think you kept that under 10 minutes. I'm impressed. Yeah, very good. <laughs> now I, Megan, I'm not sure if you noticed what Caroline was wearing when she walked in. Yeah. But did, did you know? Well, I did. Tell the viewers what a she was trench wearing. coat. A beautiful, <laughs> yes. classy trench coat. Now, why are we both intrigued? <laughs> <laughs> because we just had this conversation about trench coats no and how way. classy they are, especially in London. Because when you think of London, you think trench coat. You think beige trench coat. Yeah. Wow. And so like a few weeks ago, it was starting to get cold. And Megan was like, should I buy a trench coat? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, no question. She's like, what color? I'm like, tan, of course. And I'm like, well, I. I want one, but we all can't have one. And I did. So I'm just trying. Yeah, I did. I'm just trying to look like a Londoner. It's so classy. And so that's part, that's the next genre I want to move to is how would you describe um, English fashion? Oh, gosh. I am not a fashion person at all. Um, and it's interesting that you think we look classy because I would say the French are very stylish. And so... Oh, that we, is interesting. We look to the French. We think the French women are just beautiful and classy and stylish and minimalistic and um, oh. sleek, you know, like mm-hmm. very... Yeah, so it's kind of interesting that you think English fashion is... Um, is oh, that's interesting. While but we I, were there this summer... We went to, to London, right? Mm-hmm. Spent time there. And we spent a day in Paris. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking in Paris, everyone was way too fancy. Oh. It was a little bit too over the top for day to day. London had kind of that effortless day to day wear. Right. It's classy, but it mm-hmm. didn't look like they were trying too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I would say the same thing. I think in France, because I also look to France and England when I'm trying to dress myself, obviously, look at my vans. <laughs> and um, Fra- France does feel very intentional and they go out of their way to make sure they're up to speed. I have always thought of the UK and London specifically as just classic, mm. but classy. Like mm-hmm. the jeans and the trench coat with a button up. Like that's yeah. not trendy. That's actually very classy and timeless. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what words would you use to describe your fashion, oh. but UK fashion? 
I guess it depends where in London you are as well. Oh. Right? And and I think, so it's interesting, I think it goes like, similar to why Americans like English accents. Um, oh. In particular, like the more um, Queen's English. And it's linked to back in the day, like class and and money and prestige. Mm. And so... And so I think it's similar to that because if you go to different parts of London, you'll have like back in the day, if you went to Camden, it was punk. You know, you'd have yeah. all the the punk rocker uh, rockers, and you'd have like the spiked hair and the different colors, totally and, um, leather jackets and nose rings, and uh, which I still love. Camden's yeah. a little bit more touristy now, sadly, <laughs> but it's still great. Um, and then you'll have um, yeah. So I think I think what you're looking at is. Um, just more middle class, I guess, if oh. you can bring class into it. Okay. But, um, and just, yeah, I guess just looking at that. Things that are timeless, things that you can have throughout the wardrobe and you just sure. layer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the key to English weather is just layering. Layers. Lots of layers. Mm. Um, but I will say, and I think I sent it to you on Instagram, but um, because I had a Taylor Swift <laughs> song oh, attached yes, to I it. Know exactly London what you're for, going to But um, mm-hmm. this thing popped up on my Instagram of uh, a woman following London guys around London and she attached it to London. Just their backside. Just, <gasps> yeah. But I was like, oh, I do miss how London guys dress. Like, so oh, that's dapper. It's very yes. dapper. And it's just like the shirt and the trousers and the, sh- the, the, yes. the shoes. Even the backpacks are classic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Men, their dress uh, more elevated than here. Yes. Men here mm-hmm. just need a little here bit Here is of- jeans <laughs> and, and a hoodie or, you know. <laughs> or tra- sweatpants. Or sweatpants. And, sweatpants. Which there's something to that as well. But I, I was like, oh, I do miss the London <laughs> The London dress, like I, I like guys so. that look sharp. You know, yeah, sweatpants aren't, aren't gonna aren't gonna take you to the White House, okay? But trousers potentially could. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> and that is one thing I never know how to dress here. I never know. What do you mean? Well, I never know how on the scale of casual to to dressing mm. more business or fancy, or I never know. So I'm always like, what's everyone wearing? Like to this event? Okay. Or, but does that, Im- does that, I, I infer that if you were in London, you wouldn't wonder as much. Cause you'd be like, I'm going to wear. Yeah. Cause I already know. You already like, know. Yeah, And I'll See, always dress up a little bit more. Whereas here yeah. I tend to have to dress down. A little See, bit more. I don't really? like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that about having to dress down. No, you, sometimes yeah. it's nice to be casual though. That's, I know, but I think blessing. that's part of our problem is why we all look like slobs sometimes. It's like, well, you could have put on a nice outfit, but you chose to dress down. Whereas I, th- I like the European way of like, well, we're always going to dress up, mm-hmm. right? That's I like that so much better. The only the only bugbear I have with dressing well, down. Well, what was that? Oh, <laughs> I, know. I, don't know if that's, I don't know if that's just something I say, by the way. I don't think that's English. It's just my family. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Sorry, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I say things. I'm like, is that just my weird family? Or is that actually like something that we say? We, but like, you, could say you could say that that is a British word and we would believe yeah. you because yeah. I have no never heard that expression oh, before ever what does that mean? Or pet peeve like okay, okay, okay that's okay. kind of what i meant but okay yeah so pet peeve would be um the theater and i feel like the uk is and by the theater you mean like broadway uh, not the yes, movie theater no yes broadway okay. west end okay um like if you go to musicals or plays and mm-hmm. i i really don't like the casualness of that and i feel like mm. the west end now because of lots of tourists mm-hmm. sure uh it's getting a little bit casual i'm like sure no i will never wear jeans to the theater what will you wear um i'll wear a dress and okay. and heels like and a, like a sequin dress or just like a classy 
Class, it's a, a classy dress, just a classy yeah. okay. kind of, um, and sequins are good too. I think if I was in the West End having a really posh night out, then yes. If I was going okay. to a really fancy restaurant and mm-hmm. then the theater, then okay. yes, I would like elevate it even more. But yeah. um, but I but I would still definitely wear a dress and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So that is one of my pet peeves of like, okay, let's keep it up, people. Yes. Yeah. Interestingly, I have heard that from New Yorkers too. Mm. When people go to Broadway, you know, tourists rolling off the street in their sweats, and and I've heard many people say, "What has happened? Yeah, why the theater used to be the place where you get dressed up, mm-hmm. and now it's just another activity. Yeah. And if you were late, you couldn't go in until the um, intermission. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. now in the West End, you see people sneaking in five, ten minutes, and it disrupts it. And see, that's interesting too, because don't be late. Yeah. Well, don't you remember that happened to us when we saw yes. Mamma Mia in the West End? That huge group of schoolgirls mm. came in late, right mm. behind us, mm. like five minutes into the show. Yeah, see, right. that's disruptive. Yeah. That never used to happen. Yeah. But don't like it. Us. Yeah, we're slipping a little bit. Okay, so <laughs> so you, the word you would use for your for English fashion is oh, I think I, I guess off speaking, yes, classy, but very okay. um, like oh, I don't know. Timeless. Timeless. I would too. Um, but also functional. Functional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you mentioned layered, but there's a reason yes. it's layered. It's and they walk function. a lot. So like yeah. you're wearing walk, nice then, tennis shoes or like cool shoes that are. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and I would sometimes walk in my heels, but often women now will just walk in tennis shoes and then. Sure. And then head into, and then switch into their heels when they're sure. at work. But just because you're going on the underground and then it gets really hot and stuffy and then you're on a bus and everyone's. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you get outside and it's cold and yeah. so layers is, yeah, so I like that functionality. I'm going to still just steal your words. I haven't even yeah. thought about it, but. Yeah. Oh, that's you so funny because that's all I'm I just about. paraphrasing what you said. Yeah. I love that's it. That's funny you don't even think about it because that is seriously all I think about. Every time I go to <laughs> London or Paris, I'm just like head on a swivel. Okay, what is she wearing? Okay, where do I need to go? What do I need to do? It's true. The whole time, she, did you notice this bag? Did you notice, did you notice that everyone is wearing this? But I Everyone's do know some of my London fashionable friends would be mortified with some of my responses. So they'd be like, oh, why really? are you not really? bigging up the London fashion? And well, so, so ask them. I'd be curious what they would say. If they want to come on, we would love to talk yeah. about it because I do have a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> How can I dress think like posh, Kate Middleton? Think, think Victoria Beckham like as well. Mm. She's very sleek and mm-hmm. classical lines. Someone the other day just did just tell me that they Victoria Beckham reminds me or I remind them of Victoria Beckham and I was like oh. I'm sorry what? I can oh, see that. You smile what? a lot more. Yeah, but you good. do smile a lot yeah. more. Oh but that was nice. But, that but was nice. besides that yeah. But anyways yeah. I don't even know, I don't know her very well so I thought oh I need to do a little research. There's a new documentary yes. about that. That's what they you were watching, watching and they were like I, I feel like I'm watching why. you. Because I think when she's younger no but I think okay. now she's older Ooh, maybe yes. Ooh, I am intrigued. We should go watch it then we can put on the Spice Girls tattoos I found. Oh yes. A natural thing to do Absolutely. as, as you know, middle-aged women. You really want <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> oh, my stars. Okay. So, um, Caroline, what about the UK makes you proud? Oh. Things about it, like if you're trying to sell someone on mm-hmm. moving there or visiting there, what makes you proud? What would be the selling points? Um, we always love the underdog. So I think if you, if we, if we, you know, watching sport or anything like that, we'll always cheer on unless there's like a team that they really want. But I do feel like we love, we love a good underdog story. We love like someone who wouldn't seem like the likely winner to become the winner. And you see it a lot in like the talent shows as well, um, Mm. where 
there was a few singers that when you first saw them, like maybe their appearance wasn't great and their self-esteem was really low. And then you see the journey and, but their voice was amazing. And mm. so you see the, the journey and, and then they kind of come out. Everyone, everyone just loves that kind of yeah. thing. Mm. Um, so we, we do that very well, I think. Um, I, as a Londoner, I love that London is so diverse and multicultural. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And I think, um, that is entrenched in our history and mm-hmm. for good or better or worse with some of the mistakes that we've made. But I think that that is something that is a strength that we're able Absolutely. to kind of yeah. bring in and, and include people. Um, Absolutely. So I, I love that. I do love tradition. Like I said, I think tradition is important. Um, and so um, I love the fact that we have tradition, but at the same time, are modern as well sure you, know, you walk around london you see the old with the new it's not quite like italy you know with, sure. with the coliseum but sure you know you still we, we keep the old and, yes. and i think that balance is necessary and so i do that makes me proud and and mm. our history it's not perfect but well no one's um, history is perfect no, but but it's been influential you know yes mm-hmm. joking about you know america the magna carta you know yeah. led to your constitution and yeah and so you know and industry and things like that and yeah. inventions so so I do feel like there's a sense of pride with that mm-hmm. um but there's always things that we could do better but yeah, yeah but I love that yeah. yeah but I love that we we always go for the underdog yeah <laughs> I like that a lot well I guess the flip side of that is what are some things about the UK that are embarrassed that you don't oh. like that you're like oh this is so embarrassing I hate yob culture like especially with football soccer like um yob yob culture. It's, what is yob culture kind of like um just you know like um Can you spell it uh i think it's y-o-b okay just okay. but not like a j with a no. sound or anything <laughs> yeah okay um it's just kind of like when people are really um loud and like drunk all the time and like uh they so i don't love um soccer like football culture okay okay i don't love that they'll go to different countries and they'll just trash everything okay drunk and you know i think that's a really horrible Mm. thing representation maybe yeah Hmm. um and so i just think that's it's just not classy Mm. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. and so which i I wonder if also is embarrassing because i always think oh it's the english they're going to be classy wherever they go so then when they let you down you're like what yes. so I understand I I think I also hold people to a high expectation that when they fail yeah, I'm just, like you're embarrassing me yeah it's hooliganism and I don't like mm. it yes hooliganism. Hooliganism. Yeah, hooliganism. Hooliganism. that's a good word so um so I don't love that um I I don't love the fact that we don't learn languages very well. Um, We rely very much on the fact that everyone speaks English. And so, and that's changing. I I do know lots of people that speak other languages, Mm -hmm. but as an English person, it's more likely that you're, you're less likely to have another Mm -hmm. language. Um, Some people do that in the US though too. I've heard that. Many, many. So I, I, yeah, I don't love that. Um, And I could, I think, um, and again, I don't know. I don't want to speak for everyone, but um, but a lot of Europeans will like, oh, English, kind of. You always want to be different to mainland oh. Europe. You know, you want to put yourself oh. apart and you know less united. I guess in some, especially since Brexit mm-hmm. and things like that. So, okay. So yeah, I, I don't love the fact that um, sometimes English think that they're better than others because they're English. I'm like, interesting. Oh, that's not all the time, but just sometimes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm all for pride of your sure. nation. I think that's really important. Nationality, I mean, sure. nationality is great, um, but I don't, I don't like it at the cost of something else. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. That's well said. I don't think I don't know if that's 
England specific because like when you go to France, there was like, oh, the, we are better than everyone else. And like yeah. even sometimes in the U.S., we're all like, oh, we are the world's greatest. Like we all we, we all, all tend to it. think that yeah. way. Yeah. But I true. understand why that would be something yeah. that turns you off. Yeah. But that's I think those are the main the main things. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Very well. <laughs> I'm said. sure there's others that. Oh, well, of course, of. we no, can all come up with more. Yeah, we don't need to. We need to come <laughs> yeah. up with a laundry no, list. We don't want. We, remember, we want people to move there with yeah. us, so it's we don't want to do anything. We're all moving there us. together. Oh my! Podcast word. is moving next year. Oh my word! It's very quaint. Okay, we should let listeners know our main connection with you yeah. is that you are the assistant principal of our children's school. Yes. That being said. You have interacted with a number of parents here in the United States. And because we are actually, spoiler alert, a parenting podcast, (laughs) I would love to know what are a few of the differences you've noticed between how adults parent here in the United States versus how they parent in the UK? Mm, That's interesting. Well, and I think it depends my experience here obviously different types of schools will also right have different different parenting styles right um so what's interesting here is um a lot of the parents are involved in our school the parents are really involved which i think is a wonderful thing which isn't always the case in mm. in the schools that i worked at in the uk okay. Okay. um involved how um just um willing to participate willing to volunteer mm. willing to wanting to be involved in shaping curriculum it sounds like they take an active role yes okay and that's that's what's really nice it's nice to have active parents um so i think that's a great thing um one thing it well what's interesting is um i feel i'm very strict (laughs) and so um and so i i do and i love the fact that children can be children but I think my culture is very, like, you will be silent when you walk into assembly. And ah. um, you will not talk when you're in assembly. And uh-huh. and I've held assemblies for 20 minutes. And the students, you'll always get one or two maybe that, like, get a bit fidgety. But for the most part, they don't, they know that they just come in in silence. They, they sit understand. in silence and they, you know. Um, whereas here I've had to train sure our students to to be a bit more respectful Hmm. and uh, there's a feeling of casualness yes Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. i've heard this a lot of respect yeah yes um and then what's interesting and again i don't know if it's again types of schools or um because the the school in the uk that i worked at for the last six years before i moved here we had a behavior policy and I know this would, this would probably freak some um, American parents out. Um, uh, but it, within the behavior policy, it was if your child is using their phone in an incorrect way, that's dangerous to them or to others, then we can go through it. Oh. And so I had often gone through students' phones because oh. of extreme bullying and language. And I'm oh. like, show me, show me that chat message that you've had with so-and-so because I've seen it from their side. Oh. Or I've caught, you know, um, and gratefully so, like, but it's really hard, like, but inappropriate pictures and, sure. and mm. been sure. able to prevent like grooming or things sure. like that that, you know, it's kind of a bit scary sure. to talk about. But um, but just the thought of like I could imagine any parent in America be like, Wait, you're going through my child's phone? No, like that's their right. That does not you know, bother their me at all. Yeah, I can hear I'm someone saying, Yeah, I can, I can see, see how yeah. that would cause absolutely big but that does not yeah. no. That but is for future not. reference, you have my permission <laughs> yeah, to go through absolutely. any of my children's technology. And go through their homework bag, please. Go through 
their backpack and their homework folder. Tell me what you find. I, I mean, I always say to parents, until they're 18, like, yeah. it's your property. Yes. And tell yes. the children that. Protect them. Like, yeah. Right. I, Protect I'm them. I'm a big, big believer on, on checking. And, I like And that. I did have a parent in the UK who was like, I'm not comfortable with you going through my daughter's phone because mm. she takes pictures of me. And I said, I understand that. Not in an inappropriate way. No, I way, know, but, but still like, you know, well, she's, and I just said, well then just tell her not to bring it to school. Yeah, right. there you, you go. Know, right. Don't there bring you go. it to school and then there you'll you be go. fine. So, um, so that was just, that's very different. And, um, and, but I think there's also a lot of similarities. Parents will always be their children's champions, which mm. I love and I'm all for. And I want to be a champion of their child sure. as well. But I'm also very much aware of teenagers and how sure. they behave differently with families mm -hmm. than when they yeah. do with their friends. And there's yeah. a different side to them. And I've had some parents, not here, but in the UK, that my child would never say that. And then I show them the evidence and they're like, my child said that. I'm like, oh. Mm. And, you know, and so so it's interesting. So there's lots of similarities there as well in that, yeah. Yeah. you know, you do know your children the best. Um, but, there, but then there's also certain behaviors that I'm like... I, I see that side of your child that, yeah. that you wouldn't see and that's okay. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. hard to imagine sometimes that our children act differently for better or worse yes. when they're not at home. Yeah. But I, I'm grateful because I, you know, yeah. you and I are friends, but even if you and I were not friends and you were just an administrator, I would, I would want to know those things. Mm -hmm. And I like knowing that there is someone else outside of my home mm -hmm. who is, keeping them in line yeah holding them to a higher standard yes yes I don't want them to go to school and just like they can fart around you know yeah. like <laughs> I want them to be under English rule at all times <laughs> so have the strict I just give them a look in the assembly and they know what's the look it's so amazing give us the look you can't do it now you can't, can't do it on give demand, it to you on demand because you have to be doing something and it's just like a look that just like you, you know, know better yes yeah. exactly yeah. and so yeah. um which came in handy in London when someone tried to take my phone once. I just gave them the teacher look and they thought better of on it. On the street. So, yeah, they're on a moped and they tried to snatch it off, off the hands. But Rookie. Yeah, I don't even know who's funny who they were messing get. with. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Okay, to round out this episode, we would love your take on a few things that are uniquely American. Oh. So we're going to play a little game called Love It or Leave It. Please answer honestly. We won't hold any of your opinions against you. But remember, we, probably me more than Amanda in some of these, <laughs> feel a good deal of pride in each of these. So answer wise. Oh, <laughs> pressure. Okay, love it or leave it. American football. Oh, I love it. Yes. I'm I a rugby fan, so I love American football. I do too. It's fun. Mm -hmm. uh, American cheese. Leave it. Do you know what American cheese is? American cheese. Yeah. As in like the spray in a can. Oh, oh. See, good thing you specified. No, oh. I was like, you got to specify. Oh, oh no. It, American cheese as in like the cheesiness of things that you do. But look at like, it. Bless her heart. Like, no. <laughs> oh, specify. maybe not. I don't know. Specify. Okay. Well, specify. So when I think of American cheese, oh. it's the shrink wrapped pre-packaged oh, okay. slices of yellow. Yeah, it's supposed leave. to be cheese, but uh -huh. it's like, you know. But it, it comes pre. I'm yeah. used to French cheese. And, oh, and yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so right had Have you had American cheese on a grilled cheese sandwich. Um, because I mean, that, in my opinion, that's the only way to actually eat American okay. cheese. Okay, I mean, that, that is good. Cheese. That is good. But we tend to just 
Yeah, we do have some packaged cheese in the UK as well, and we'll do that for quick. So, but still leave it's it. It's okay. Sorry. I that's <laughs> wait a moment. Are we that's to understand, Megan, that what? you like the, the singles, <laughs> the American cheese singles? Craft American cheese singles on a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, so oh, good. Oh, my so star. Now, wait, you know a grilled cheese it's sandwich? Are you talking about a burger or? No, but two pieces <laughs> of toast. <laughs> oh, like white oh, okay, sandwich so sandwich. Bread, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Toasted. And then there's cheese melted in the middle. Okay, yeah, no, I just grate the cheese and yeah. as you should. What? Gruyere, see, <laughs> this camembert. Is why, this is why I said Brie. only one of us probably actually feels pride in anything. Megan, I don't even. <laughs> I can't. I can't even tell you. Every time someone pulls, <laughs> like, opens one, I'm like, get that out of my face. What is that? Just the like, sound of unwrapping <gasps> it. Oh, and I miss so English good. cheddar. I really miss English cheddar. Oh, Trader yeah, Joe's does fair. have some though, and it scratches the yeah. edge. It's good. It's good. <laughs> All right. All right. Like it or leave it. Peanut butter. Love it. Yes. Ooh, not even like it. Love yeah, it. Love it. Yep. 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 Apple pie. Uh, like it, um, but with grandma's homemade custard. And by custard, you mean? Is that ice cream? Mm. Ice no, cream. like custard. custard. Like the okay. warm, like yellow, you pour it. Okay. Yeah, no, I think it is like, I think we call it, no, I know what you're talking about because my brother's had it, but like it is a like sauce. a warm. Like yes, a, yeah, like a, like a sauce. sauce. But I, like, vanilla sauce. Yes, a vanilla sauce. Which is actually yeah. not common to eat here with apple pie. Oh. No, not at all, but that would level up. Ooh, that would be <laughs> well, good. good. I should make that it's tonight. Good. Yeah, here it's vanilla ice cream oh, with apple pie. Yeah, but but uh, custard would custard be better. Good. That'd be better. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta work I on play this game with either of you. Good grief. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not American inside. My soul is not American. <laughs> all right, love it or leave it. Inches, feet, quarts, gallons, and Fahrenheit. Well, we have a mix of things. So we'll... You do. Right. So I still get my head around that. Um, but we do miles. We don't yeah, do... Right. We don't do kilometers. So we're, so it's a yeah, mix. That's true. We'll do inches, but we'll do like feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as yeah. well. But yeah. anyway, so leave it all because it's just all confusing to me. <laughs> you sure. would rather we were just metric or nothing. Let's just have everything the same. Yeah, I totally agree. Wow. It is... That was just a ride down posh lane. I feel like a new person. I can't wait to put on my trench coat and go out into the world a new person. She's going to go buy a vacation home in Wow, you England. guys are so nice to my ego. I mean. I love that place. You know we love that place. Like It is you beautiful. It yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, very good. So on that note, let us put the baby to bed. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and appreciate you. And if you guys have a chance, get on over to Worthful Media's website page and take a look and come visit the studio because it is beautiful. Be a friend to everyone. Ta-ta. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>